The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Good news, danger averted today for Columbus police officers who every day, every shift, take their life in their hands in our city. Uh, Shortly before 5 o'clock, one person has been taken into custody on the southwest side of the city where today officers were fired upon when they responded to the call of a man holding a gun to a woman's head. We'll try to give you more details on that. But it is breaking news. We're just very, very thankful and appreciative that no officers were hurt and that a suspect is in custody. Joe Biden was in Cincinnati last night with his uh, massage therapist, Don Lamont of CNN. We'll play liberal amounts of the president's confounding and illogical commentary last night. But the breaking news, aside from the uh, very dangerous situation involving Columbus police as we start a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show is that it's confirmed. Columbus City Schools does not care about its students. I don't know how I have any other conclusion but that the teachers run the district, fear Trump's common sense, and that that's how the head of the district, the health director of the city, The mayor and everyone else is going to allow things to proceed. Kids are going to be required to wear masks on buses and when they go back to school in the fall. That is a deplorably stupid decision. If you have the data, if you have the science to prove it, then let's see it. But if all you're going to do is make bold statements about how it's for everybody's good and it's the safest way. Parents deserve better than this. They should demand better than this because the psychological damage that's already been done to kids not being able to be carefree and interact with friends, and see the smiles and approving glances of their teachers and classmates, it is not worth the panicked overreach of the teachers' unions who dominate the district to give them everything they want. School Superintendent Talisa Dixon today in a statement said, Throughout this pandemic, we have relied on the guidance of our public health officials. We feel this is the best decision for our district and community. Well, you're going to have to do a whole lot better than that, Dr. Dixon. Let's start with why. Let's start with why. Why? You think it's the best thing? Why do you think it's the best thing? Prove it's the best thing. This is absolutely ridiculous. It is a beautiful day out there. It's the kind of day that is most likely going to prevail when school starts again on August the 26th. There are going to be some very hot days. And you're going to put kids at greater risk, making them breathe their own CO2, making them sweat in a stinky mass they're going to have their germy fingers on throughout the day than any good you're going to do by having them 
mask up for the peace of mind of your teachers. If your teachers are worried, get vaccinated. If they don't want to get vaccinated, then let them teach remotely or replace them. A year ago, there were no vaccines. And while I didn't like the masking, I could understand the decision. But this decision makes no sense. You cannot tell people on one hand that the vaccines are so miraculous and so helpful in preventing COVID. And oh, if you only get vaccinated, the message to adults is, you know, only the unvaccinated are at risk of COVID. It is a pandemic now among the unvaccinated, Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff, Mike DeWine's favorite medical henchman, has said. Then if you're a teacher, I presume you're over 12, get vaccinated. And no concern. But you know how this goes, right? It goes in circles, and it always evolves. Let me see if I remember how this started. Flatten the curve, I believe, was the first justification. Everybody was going to get COVID. We just all couldn't get it at the same time. We were going to spread out the timetable by which we all got infected and thus flatten the curve. And then we were asked to take 15 days to slow the spread. And then we were asked to lock down to stay safe. And then we were told, wear a mask or you'll kill grandma. Then we were told, get vaccinated. And then we were told, the unvaccinated must still wear masks. And now we are told, kids under 12 must wear masks, because if they don't, well, then grandma might get killed again by the kids. Or she might kill the kids, because she might have it, and the kids, if they're not masked, Well, they'll get it. Remember the time when they told us that you weren't wearing a mask for you, right? You were wearing a mask to protect other people. Remember, that was what they said. You're wearing a mask to protect others. Well, now, if all the adults around the kids are vaccinated, and Joe Biden said last night, if you're vaccinated, you can't get COVID. He's wrong, but he said it. So if the vaccinated are not in danger, then the kids wearing masks would not help the kids not get COVID, according to what you did say previously about masks not protecting people from getting COVID, but it was from spreading COVID. This never ends because it's too useful to end. The control, the fear, the authority of those in charge that comes with a pandemic and precautions that they can invent out of whole cloth, propped up by fraudulent experts like Anthony Fauci and many others, we are all pawns in their political game. And I don't know if Columbus City School parents will rise up against this. What I do know is that once 
the inner city districts start doing it, the very left-leaning decision makers in suburban districts are going to say, well, it's a whole lot safer if we wear masks than if we don't wear masks. And then we're going to see if the people in the suburbs will go for this, if the people in the rural areas will go for this. I don't think the rural areas are going to be as prone to go down this same road as the completely detached from reality Columbus City School administrators are. They're all in on the politics of it. As we get further from the inner city, the allegiance to leftism should diminish. I just don't know if it diminishes enough. So that's where we are. What do teachers think about it? You already know, but I will give you some detail on that. And you'll hear um, the president and others pretty much order the CDC to change its opinion on masking before school starts. That's all ahead on The Bruce Hooley Show. It is 519 on The Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along today. Uh, Our phones are still struggling, so no phone calls at the moment. Love to hear from you, and Twitter's a good way to be heard from. You can also post a message on The Bruce Hooley Show Facebook page. You can send me an email, Bruce at 989theAnswer. Take us with you wherever you go. The iHeartTuneInRadio.com apps will allow you to do that. Play us on your Bluetooth through your car audio. That's an awesome way to do it. And if you download the Answer app at the iTunes and Google Play Store, you'll never miss a minute of the Salem Radio Network or the Bruce Hooley Show. Um, Columbus City Schools has caved. Uh, They've decided to uh, be the first passengers on the woke train to um, overreactionville, and <laughs> they've mandated masks for students in schools and on buses this fall. And I say, wait a minute, didn't you just tell me the other day, Bruce, that there's a bill in the General Assembly that would eliminate masks in schools? That is correct. It is not a law yet, though. How soon could it become a law? Theoretically, by January 1st. The GA is not coming back into session until September. They could pass it quickly, let's say September 15th. Takes effect 90 days from then. You say, well, could Governor DeWine enact it via executive order? And if you suggested that, I would say, do you know a different Governor DeWine than I do? Because Governor DeWine, when he signed the law that makes vaccine mandates illegal... You could tell he didn't really want to sign it because he said, ah, you know, uh, it doesn't take effect for 90 days. So if you want to require vaccines, you can until it comes into effect. So he's really not giving you a conservative's true viewpoint, a freedom-loving viewpoint, a let-people-make-their-own-decision viewpoint. No, he's giving you the, I really want to be governor a second time, and I've exhausted just about every bit of patience the voters have with me, so I better at least start acting like a conservative. That's what he's doing. As you might imagine, the Ohio teachers and their various unions are very much behind mask mandates. The uh, Statehouse News Bureau, which is a uh, an endeavor 
funded by NPR, in other words, by you and your tax dollars. Melissa Cropper tells Joe Ingalls of the Statehouse News Bureau, she's with the Ohio Federation of Teachers, that uh, she hopes districts will make teachers part of the decision-making process. Here's the quote. We believe our teachers should be involved in the decision-making at the local level. Uh, No, and uh, if this weren't a time when I'm trying to, you know, really, really be supremely in charge of uh, my language, I would add a more definitive word in front of no. This is a decision for individual districts, board of education members, who, if they remember why they were elected, it is to do the will of the parents who elected them, the will of the voters who elected them. So parents, right now, you know who your school board members are in your local areas. Get after it. Now, this is a call to action to all of you who've been saying, you know, Bruce has been working on me about running for school board and I don't really want to do it. How about the prospect of your kids being forced to wear masks again until the first of the year? Maybe longer. Maybe this bill doesn't get approved. You have until August 4th, you know, to file your paperwork to run for the Board of Education in your district. I don't know how, Bruce. Yeah, I'm going to tell you how. Call your local Board of Elections and say, I would like to speak to the person who is the expert on running for Board of Education. You will be surprised to find out, but not anymore because I'm going to tell you, that they'll say, oh, we have a packet here for school board potential members. Swing by and pick it up. You'll find out how many signatures you need to get on a petition to run. And if you file it by August the 4th, 4 p.m., 90 days ahead of the November election, you're running for Board of Education, and you'll be in a position, if elected by January 1, to start doing something about this. Because the American Academy of Pediatrics is begging kids over two to wear masks everywhere. The CDC, well, the CDC has not caved yet. But last night at the town hall in Cincinnati, which was, there were more people in uh, in individual skyline chilies last night in Cincinnati than were at this town hall of the president. He couldn't get a crowd on the campaign trail, presumably because people were afraid of COVID. Now, they're not going to let anybody who's not vaccinated within 100 miles of Joe Biden as old and doddering as he is, knowing that Kamala Harris would step into that chair and then the mask would be off the monster. They couldn't purport to have a moderate in charge of the party anymore if anything happened to Joe. There were barely enough people in there to fill, what, 25% of the seats last night in Cincinnati? Joe Biden, I'm not sure if in this cut, made the comment that he won't tell the scientists what to do, but... uh, hmm. You listen for yourself. It sure sounds to me like he's telling the CDC what they're going to do. When will children under 12 be able to get vaccinated? Soon, I believe. Now, look, one of the things that I committed to do when I got elected, I said How I soon would... As soon as soon, Mr. President, not to well, I, I, and that's what, let me hear. Let me finish the question. The answer. Soon in the sense that I do not tell any scientists what they should do. You just said soon. 
The CDC is going to say that what we should do is everyone over the age of, under the age of 12 should probably be wearing a mask in school. That's probably what's going to happen. Secondly, those over the age of 12 who are able to get vaccinated, if you're vaccinated, you shouldn't wear a mask. If you aren't vaccinated, you should be wearing a mask. So it's going to get a little bit tight in terms of, well, our mom or dad being honest that, you know, Johnny did or did not get vaccinated. That's going to raise questions. So I don't tell the CDC what to do, but here's what they're going to do. Now, if you're at the CDC, do you feel just the teensiest, weensiest bit of pressure to do what the president said you're going to do? Oh, no, those CDC people, oh, if there's one thing they do, they push back against authority, Bruce. Hmm. Yeah, I'm being facetious. Here's a mask nut job. John Reiner, a doctor on CNN. You didn't think they were going to bring a doctor on CNN to say anything other than this, did you? Every kid going to school should be masked, uh, vaccinated or not. And I know this is this angers uh, the people who have uh, been vaccinated, but we need to protect uh, everyone, and we really can't tell who's been vaccinated and who hasn't. I think every kid going to school should have a mask on to protect e- those who just have chosen not to be vaccinated and those who can't be. Every kid going to school should be vaccinated, should be, should be masked, vaccinated or not, he said. I mean, just give me a break. Why get vaccinated? If you have to wear the mask anyway. Now, here's the other thing about all this. You're going to see shrill, alarmist doctors who, and I was talking to a friend of mine who's a doctor, and and I dearly love this man. He He is brilliant, first of all. He is so kind, so smart. And he sent me a link the other night, and he said, you know, the tragedy of this whole COVID thing, besides the people who've died, of course, is that it has completely severed the trust people have in the medical profession. The medical profession was one of the last professions where I think we still felt like it had our 100% trust. The legal profession threw that away years ago. The entertainment industry threw that away years ago. The media industry completely incinerated our trust in them years ago. But the medical profession, we still had trust in the medical profession. No more. You might have trust in your individual doctor. You don't have trust in the medical profession. Right now, when a doctor says something, pretty much that used to be like, wow, a doctor said it. Now, when a doctor says something, if you don't know the doctor, if they're not a personal physician of yours, you're like, I don't care. So you're going to hear a lot of doctors say a lot of alarmist things because that's the world they live in, right? Any germ is a bad germ. Any threat is a major threat. So when you see doctors at children's hospitals and, you know, there are some in Cincinnati, some in Cleveland. I'm looking at a story right here. All oh, kids are not immune. This pandemic, one variant away from this being worse for kids. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of every time Lou Holtz, the legendary Notre Dame football coach, every time he was getting ready to play Army at Notre Dame, it was like a huge mismatch. And they'd ask Lou Holtz about Army, and he'd go, oh, it's the toughest Army defense I've ever seen. Of course it is. These people who are magnifying COVID into this, you know, impending death cloud over our kids. This is what they're paid to do to keep kids 
in line. So, of course, they're worried about it. We'll get to another of Joe Biden's crazy answers about restaurants next. 